0: Hello, podcast listener. This is Marin Lauka, the owner of YesAnd, and your alignment coach here to guide you to greater authentic alignment in your career, your relationship, and your lifestyle so that you can experience true success. What you are about to listen to is a replay of my weekly spark, which is a live video, a mini workshop training that I do every single Tuesday. You can always catch the video version on YouTube or Instagram. Otherwise, enjoy listening to the audio, and I will see you again next week. Hello, YesAnd community, and welcome back to another Weekly Spark. Most of the time, I share weekly sparks that are actionable practices and tips that you can implement into your life. Today, I'm answering your question about what happens when we implement these practices into our life on a powerful and consistent basis. Today, we are sitting down with one of my incredible clients, Monica, who is the CEO of Music Tree Schools in Pomona, California. She is sharing her story of how coaching transformed her life, specifically as a mompreneur and an authentic Leader. During our time together, she answers questions such as What was life like before coaching? How did she choose coaching over therapy? And what's the difference? What happens inside of a life coaching session? And what were her three greatest takeaways from her coaching experience? At the very end of this interview, she has some words of wisdom for you if you are considering working with a coach. Before diving into today's weekly spark, scroll down below, hit that subscribe button, and the notifications so that you can receive free alignment practices, tips, and interviews just like this every Tuesday evening. And if you're especially excited about today's topic, hit that like button so I know to make more videos just like this for you. So how about we start at the very start? So take yourself back to what your life was like, what challenges you were grappling with and why coaching came into your life. If I
1: think back to that time when I met you, being a voice teacher, being a music teacher brings so much joy to my life. But behind all that, there was so much, it felt like chaos in my life. I would remember there were times like I have like two minutes to get into a lesson or like, I'm like, I'm running late. I was so full of like that anxiety. And that was something that I really hid from my students. People really didn't know that although I was an entrepreneur, although I was you know, teaching, they had no idea that I was battling with so much anxiety and I just felt
0: unorganized like all the time. So what was that, <laughs> the internal experience almost strategically putting on this face? Things are okay, everything's in order, but behind the curtain for things to feel chaos. It was really conflicting. The only thing I can say is that I almost felt like I wasn't living
1: this authentic life. It felt a little embarrassing that I was not open with who I who I was behind the curtain I'm not that you go and you spill your beans of your personal life to like everybody but just the constant ups and downs ups and downs it's tiring Mm -hmm. so that constant internal battle if you look at it from even like a scientific level right like the body's constantly going through high stress like cortisol this is happening and then this and then that and then this and then that let's say I teach you a lesson and then maybe I'd have like an hour break between, and that was the hour break for me to like curl up in a ball or like to just sit there. And then as soon as like 10 minutes before the next lesson, it's like, okay, like I'm ready.
0: I I felt like I was like acting all the time. Was that sensation of feeling tired, feeling the ups and downs, feeling like you're acting and not living authentically. Was that what brought you then to coaching years later?
1: Ultimately, what brought me to the coaching is that I've been in therapy off and on for the last... I don't know, over 10 years. At that point, I was actually about to go back to therapy and then had gotten introduced to the idea of coaching because of you. I thought, you know what? Like I've been in therapy for a really long time. Like, I don't really know what the difference is between coaching and therapy. I didn't know what ride I was along for, but... But it was kind of just one of those things where I was kind of ready to gain some kind of balance in my life. You know, my story is that not only am I an entrepreneur, but then I became single and pregnant. So single and pregnant, by the time you reached out to me, I think my son was probably four or five months old. So, you know, I had a young baby at home and I was really at that point, like I needed something. I was struggling so much with that transition in my life, struggling so much with my purpose, struggling so much with understanding like who I was that at that point I was kind of like, you know, what do I have to lose? I went and I did it. And next thing you know, like I was in um, coaching for a whole year.
0: What I love about that story is you had such an open mind entering coaching. And also you were at this place of like, I do feel exhausted. My identity has just been challenged because now I'm a mom and a business owner. And how does that work? And that's exactly what any first conversation is all about is just give it a shot, see if this is a good fit. And if not, that's okay. So tell me if you went in with that big open mind, what led to then not only signing one contract, but signing two contracts? I feel like the first session was such a
1: powerful session that still till this day, when I'm faced with a certain choice or something that feels challenging, I still refer back to that first session. I have that same rock like sitting right next to my desk. I think to myself like, you have a choice. And I think that was what I kind of thought with um, life coaching. It was like, I could either stay in the place that I'm at and it's fine. Life can be here. It's not like it's completely horrible, but I also can pick the rock up and I can move it. For the first time, I was really giving myself a, a leap of faith to give myself
0: the autonomy to take control of my life. Because we're on the topic and because a lot of my clients actually either are currently working with a the therapist and me at the same time, or came to me after working with a the therapist and just to put it out there, they're both wonderful means of support. Can you explain a little bit of the difference, at least in your experience, the difference between therapy and coaching? The therapy that I
1: experience is a lot of it's talk therapy and a lot of it's talking. And I think getting to the root and understanding, you know, maybe where our wounds come from. But the biggest thing is like, you know, in therapy, you're spending so much time finding the root of where you, your wounds come from, that you don't necessarily get the chance to dig deep and then be like, okay, so here's my wound. Like, I know where my wound came from. I know that I want to, you know, move forward in my life. What do I do next? I think what coaching is, is like, it's so individualized to each person. To me, coaching gives you, you know, the autonomy, the freedom to, to actually make the decision to say, I'm going to choose this. And and realizing like, wow, you have the power to choose which way you want to go when it comes
0: to your life. I also have had both. And again, my clients have had both. Therapy is so valuable to understand, to really dig deep. And of course, for severe mental illness or just mental illness generally, to get the understanding. And then coaching is, okay, what do I do with it then? (laughs) Like now that I know, what do I want to do with it? And being in that space of trusting yourself to do whatever you're called to, not to have something assigned to you, but to say, okay, this is what I'm feeling in this moment. This is where I'm going to go for it. And then to have someone along your side as you go for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's not easy. It's actually, um, it's a little scary, right? To have that autonomy. Absolutely. I I think that, um, I think the big thing I've learned is that a lot of us are afraid
0: to take that freedom. Yeah. And anything new can feel really scary. And I remember our first contract together, Freedom was one of your biggest words. So, thinking about that topic specifically, how has the definition or the experience of freedom changed from when we started to now? Back then, I thought that freedom was,
1: you know, that I was going to be happy when I had freedom driving the kind of car that I wanted, living in the home that I wanted, you know, doing everything that I wanted to on the day, like on a daily basis. Doesn't mean that um, I don't think that I will attain. Um, you know, that, that dream home or the, you know, dream car and all that. What I realize now is that is all just a product of what happens when you're continuing to do your purpose. Freedom is more being like, I'm going to get up today and I'm going to choose to be authentic. Mm. That I don't have to show up to the studio lying to everybody about having a chaotic morning mm. or that I'm masking the way that, you know, things are. You know, that's freedom, not being trapped in your fears and the lies that, you know, you could tell yourself that you just like authentically accept yourself every moment that, you know, I'm doing a, a Zoom interview right now. And as I look around, like my house is messy AF like you know <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> and being like, it's cool. I found a corner in my like kitchen <laughs> where I'm going to like do this right now. And that's OK. Like it's been a busy week. Like normally I would be so anxious over the fact that my dishes aren't done. Like so anxious over the fact that like there's laundry in the dryer right now and it would make me cry. I still enjoy like being as clean as possible or whatever and being organized, but there's that freedom in saying like, it's okay, Monica, like there's freedom in giving yourself permission to just be like,
0: it's fine. And so what is the difference between right now, looking at your home and being like, the dishes aren't done. There's laundry in the dryer. There's laundry in my dryer as well. (laughs) Like these (laughs) things are, are unorganized, but right now you talking, I can feel your presence. I can feel your calmness, which it sounds like has come from this place of, I have the freedom to choose that this is okay. How does this reality Because externally, it's almost very similar to what you explained your before coaching to be. So how is this different than before when life felt chaotic, but this is a much different experience that we're witnessing?
1: It's a different experience because there's just a ton of acceptance. There's Mm. just an, you know, there is an acceptance and there's also using the word presence again, like being present. Because, you know, back then, you know, there could have been all those things going on. You know, I remember there was a coaching session that I still even think back to whenever I'm starting to feel stressed out, you know, is it, is it chaos or is it perceived chaos? Mm-hmm. You know, really it's not that big of a deal. Like, so what there's dishes in the sink back then I was just wanting always to, to make sure everything was in order before being able to execute, you know, when you're not present and you're just thinking about all the different things that's going on, you feel like a mess. Life doesn't stop, like life doesn't change. Just because you go to life coaching, all of a sudden you're not like, Ooh, I love sitting in traffic or, Ooh, I love running late. <laughs> like, you know, something just happens where you're like, it's cool. Like, okay, let me, let me learn something. Once you choose presence, it just makes
0: life much easier. Take us inside the sessions. How did you come to this place of these are all things that I can learn from? These are all things that I can relate with and choose to be present with rather than put up this mask and facade. A lot of crying. No, just kidding.
1: (laughs) Actually, not (laughs) really kidding. Yeah, sometimes (laughs) in the actual coaching sessions, I think that becoming present also was accepting myself for who I am and realizing that um, I didn't need to be perfect. It was such a beautiful thing for me to accept every part of me. To be like, yeah, you know, you're right. Like there's a part of you that kind of is a chatterbox. or there's a part of you that (laughs) that panics or has like a ton of energy and is this and that. And, but there's nothing wrong with saying, I love you, but right now I need you to sit down because I can't hear, like I can't be present at the moment. But when the time is right, um, because this part of you is so great and I don't want to get rid of it, I'm going to bring you back out to help me solve this other problem or something Mm -hmm. like that you know, it was really such a big thing for me to give, you know, different parts of of who I am, like caricatures. And like, it really helped me to understand myself.
0: Yeah. And you used the word acceptance earlier today of this acceptance and what acceptance is, as you're saying, it isn't telling any part of ourself that this is bad and wrong. And we have to get rid of this part of ourself, even the anxiety, even the fear, even these, you know, less comfortable emotions, it's to meet them. And as you said, we created wonderful caricatures for many parts of you to meet them, to really like get to know them and be like, okay, what are your strengths? Where, what are your weaknesses? Where are you helpful? Where are you not? And in meeting them and building that relationship, then having the awareness and the capability to first recognize, have the awareness of, oh, this part of me is really present. And then have that autonomy, the choice to say, and right now you're going to sit down. And I thought it was so beautiful. Not only the words, but how you said it, this very compassionate tone of, I can't hear I love you. Please sit down just for a minute and I'll give you a task later. I'll give you a puzzle later. It's such a
1: different place than even the way that um, I spoke to myself in the past. Like at the beginning of coaching, if, if someone ever said to me, like, tell yourself you love yourself, I'd be like, okay, that's weird. Like, you know, like <laughs> I don't want to or whatever. But um, I think being able, that's, you know, part of the acceptance, being able to speak to myself and say, hey, like, I love you. Like, I love this part of who, you know, who I am or who you are. Um, but I, you know, I need, I need to be present right now or I, I you know, there is noise happening. Um, and I, instead of scolding myself and being like, oh, why did you do that again? Or like, why can't you ever just calm down? Or, you know, why are you so anxious? Or why are you this? Like realizing like, hey, like, you know, yeah, there is no wrong part to me. Like who I am is who I am and everything about it is okay.
0: I feel so much love for you right now and for thinking back to the transformation of self-talk. I witnessed that of how it was in the beginning. The instinct was you just need to sit down and calm down and that's okay. That that was where we were at in the journey and watching that slowly transform and There were a few surprising moments for me when it was just like something had clicked between last session and the current session, even when life is still chaotic. Like I remember a few sessions where it was like, my son is crying in the car. Like I need to go inside. Something needs to happen. And historically that would have felt chaotic and that energy would have fed into the sessions. But instead it was like, this is just what's happening let's do five minutes or, you know, the few sessions of like, Hey, I'm going to be five minutes late just because that's, and it didn't come from this place of being ashamed. It was just this like compassionate, powerful and trusting place. This session is going to be valuable no matter what. And I'm going to let it be and let life be and, and just show up and be present.
1: You know, you talked about like what the difference was between the first contract and the second contract, like the first six months Mm -hmm. and the second six months. The second six months was a lot more of wanting to just make sure that I was, I don't know, taking it a lot more seriously. Like, I mean, I don't want to say that I didn't take the first six months seriously, but in the first six months, like it's like I was given the tools. I understood myself in a different way, but I was still kind of like derailing every once in a while. And I was still feeling kind of like up and down and this and that. And then once I went into the second contract, I had this like determination to say like, I have this tool belt, I'm
0: building that house. Mm -hmm. Like the tools are here, I'm going to do it. And I remember that decision to go for another six months was even a little bit of a, I wouldn't even call it hesitation, but like almost almost like another one of those moments of, oh, this is an option. <laughs> and like, this is okay yeah. to go for another six months. And so let's use that as kind of a jumping off point. Do you want to share some of the three biggest takeaways or outcomes that you've experienced? You've shared a lot today already, but really just to outline them clearly. I
1: feel the ability to tap into feeling alive at any moment. So it's like that presence, right? That at any moment, like I could have a storm Around me, I have this power and this ability to just get into that moment of feeling alive. I wanted so badly to feel alive
0: before. And now I can just feel alive at any moment. What's so powerful that that's one of your biggest takeaways is that that was something that didn't exist at all before. We even have that documented because you shared on Instagram after one of our very first sessions, you were like, I was asked when I felt alive. And I didn't have an answer. And I remember it was like this moment of taking a step back. Have I ever felt alive? And what does that mean? And that kind of rocking your world a little bit. And for that to now be on this side and to say, I can feel alive at any moment. Like it's not just, I now have a few instances where I felt alive. It's like, I have access to this at any moment. That is a profound shift.
1: The second, the second one that I wrote here, feeling in control of my success. I know that I have the tools to um, make the choices to keep going in the things that I choose. And I don't even think nowadays, like I don't even think success in the sense of just like my business, but success in my life, mm-hmm. you know, that I am in control of what feels like success to me to add to that. You know, my idea of success is a lot different than, you know, what it was before. Like maybe like, it doesn't matter. Like even what the world thinks of success, it's what success is to me. I can make that choice to do it how I want to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. So not only the being in control of how it happens and knowing and trusting yourself to make it happen, but also having the autonomy for how to define it and what it will look like. So the how and the what.
1: Yeah. And then the third takeaway that I um, wrote down here is acceptance, accepting, you know, myself for who I am. I think the biggest thing is, is accepting life transitions. Transition in general for me was a very hard thing in my life. I had a really hard time. Um, you know, for example, like if I would move from a new place to another place, it could be like six months later. And there'll still be boxes in my trunk. Cause I Mm -hmm. could just never transition and settle or just like, accept like that. There's like, you're taking a leap or you're going to the next thing, even like leaving coaching. I think I wouldn't know how to transition into being like, you're free. Like, you know, um, (laughs) but you know, that was really, um, for me, something that really frustrated me in life, because I wouldn't be ready to just move or take the step up. And so like right now with Music Tree, with, you know, putting my 30 day notice in on Monday, I'm so calm about it. I'm like, cool, I have until this day. And I'll check in with the teachers. Have you, you know, cleaned out your desk? Like, I'm going to go in on this day. And like, just it's not even um, this worry anymore. I'm just like, oh, if we don't need it, just throw it away, like, you know, we'll figure it out. And like, before i just be so stuck and not executing and moving until the very last minute and making things even more chaotic for myself because I couldn't handle the stress of change. Mm-hmm. And so I guess like I accept just like floating down the river in life.
0: Yeah. And, and to combine that with your second one of defining what success is and, and trusting that you can, not just floating down any river, it's floating down the one that you've chosen to be on.
1: Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely.
0: Yeah. So just to dig one layer deeper, with these three biggest takeaways, what does that look like? How has that changed your life? I think in relationships, it's
1: really changed my life, the way that I am a leader. Being able to just be raw and real with people. For example, um, like my team or something, like if we're having a meeting and talking to them, you know, one of the most, I think, profound things that happened to me I'm at one of our meetings that really meant a lot to me. One of my teachers came up to me. He was like, you really showed me today how human you are. Mm-hmm. And that, that you know, we're following under a leader that's so human. Because when I first met you, I just thought you were this lady that just had her whole life together. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and it feels good to be like fighting this fight with someone that feels just like me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, because, you know, maybe before as a leader, I wouldn't be authentic in that way to say, okay, you guys, this is where we're at in the pandemic. This is how I'm feeling, you know, and just kind of showing them. And I think giving myself the autonomy um to be free allows you to trust other people to be free and not mm. so much attached to the outcomes or expectations of how you expect people to be because you give yourself that freedom as well. So you can share that freedom with other people. And so, you know, we have like a music tree giving and we had dinner and I had, you know, the teachers write down what they were thankful for. It was really nice to hear that a lot of them, you know, were thankful for being at Music Tree, that they were thankful for the creative freedom that I give them as a boss. They feel good that I trust them. Mm. And I think that comes a lot from like me trusting myself, right? right. Me, trust- yeah. me trusting and learning to let go and trust that. It's going to work out like they've got it because before I couldn't do that. And then uh, motherhood is a lot. uh, I mean, I I don't want to use the word easy because motherhood is not easy, but you you can even meditate through like a baby crying or you can through the Mm. tough moments, find being alive even in those moments.
0: The overall theme there was connection with other people, connection with your child, connection with who's working with you, connection with family and friends, and not just a surface level connection. It's that connection, as you're sharing, of I am fully who I am. And of course, every now and then there's bounds, right? Like if we're at a workplace or, you know, different settings, be authentic in the way that it makes sense in that moment. And the that transfer that I think sometimes we don't realize will happen in doing our own work. It definitely transfers to other people in the examples that you shared of when I can accept myself, I accept others. When I can trust myself, I trust others. And that just builds, it allows you to connect and it also empowers others to do their work and be comfortable. Like the example that you gave of someone saying, Thank you so much for showing your human side. And that human side um, intentionally wasn't shown over a year ago at your place of work.
1: Yeah, and then I was going to actually say one more thing um, that I feel has changed a lot. It took me a really long time for a while to find the joy in like singing. Like even though I'm a teacher and I had like all this joy in helping my students find their authentic sound, I was struggling with my authentic sound. And I was not actually enjoying making music or performing or anything like that because I didn't feel authentic. And I'm finally in this place where like, I can hear a recording of myself singing and I'm like, wow, I really like that. Or like, we'll Mm. be in a rehearsal practicing and I'll be like, oh my gosh, did that not sound good? And I can say that about myself (laughs) but I couldn't ever do that because the problem was, was that I was having such a hard time being present. There was so much noise going on in my head that I couldn't focus. I cannot say how much focus and presence has changed my life in the creative way. It's like I've all of a sudden tapped into this potential where I can understand these things or learn music in such a in a faster way, I can be more expressive. I could do this or I could do that because I'm allowing myself to be authentic and I'm actually enjoying it a lot more.
0: I'm like giddy with excitement because as (laughs) you're saying, like tapping into this potential. So not only is it impacting the present moment but we then know it's it's impacting the future. It's impacting your business. It's impacting yourself and your expression and uh, yeah, your personal potential. I, I should probably share my story. Take different
1: recordings of my voice over the years and show how different it sounds when there's just no tension in your voice. There's just true, pure, raw, floating tone and emotion that's coming out. I was performing before, not just being. And now just like singing, I can. And it's the weirdest thing how much it even just changes the way that your voice sounds. The moment that you like let go of all that, the stress and the chaos does to your
0: body physically. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That holistic impact. Um, So you've spent extra time with me today. And thank you for that. And thank you for sharing so much of your story. Any last takeaways? And also what would you recommend for someone who's considering coaching? Do you have any thoughts to tell them specifically?
1: I guess the only last thoughts that I have are, I'm so grateful that you reached out to me. I'm just so grateful that you thought of me. It was such an amazing year, I think in coaching. And I grew so much to anybody that is thinking about coaching that, you know, if you're even just slightly thinking about it, if you're even willing to just like say, Hey, I'm going to give it a try. Like clearly it's a yes. Like, <laughs> you know, just, just do it. <laughs> um, but I think, I think that it just, it changes things so much. The crazy thing is a lot of times, you know, you think you're going into coaching just for a business. The biggest thing I've learned is you can't separate like all those different things in your life. You have to be you so that you can be the best in every aspect of your life. And I think that that's what coaching taught me. Like you said, Uh, tapping into that potential when you can become the best version of you and get those tools to keep working towards going forward you know you should totally take the leap of faith and trust that the universe is going to take care of it it's been great and like I said in the months that you know the few months that I have not been in coaching whenever there is that moment that you know something happens or I go through an event I can't say how many times these conversations or like I'm like, ooh, in session, blah blah blah, of whatever. Like, I remember this, or I just use so many of the tools in my life now. I'm pretty sure if I wasn't in coaching, I don't know how I would have been able to make it in this pandemic. I don't know how I would have been able to grow a business by like 40% in a pandemic, you know? Hell yeah! <laughs> like in this in the scariest times. Seeing businesses fail left and right, you know, and it it might feel scary. And like, I know that, you know, I I guess I'm talking to someone that might look like me that maybe finances feel scary sometimes and like taking the leap of faith, but just knowing that, you know what, like getting yourself together, everything always aligns at exactly the right time, like when you need it and everything always works
0: out, but you have to be ready for it. I am so proud of you. I'm so honored that I, I was along the ride, along the journey. We spent six months finding these tools and building this toolbox. And then we spent six months applying it in the middle of a pandemic. And I saw how powerfully and strongly you step forward. And a lot of change has already happened and manifested externally. You have your new, new studio space. Um, you mentioned a few things during today's call. And there's just so much more to come as well. You are incredible. You have Thank had such a beautiful journey and it's so beautiful to witness and to truthfully to sit here and watch how you are speaking today compared to over a year ago it is night and day in the most beautiful way I'm so proud of you and (laughs) and congratulations on all the big wins (laughs) and thank you so much for sharing your story I know that it's going to impact someone um, and help someone out I'm
1: and I, I really hope that it does and it feels good to be here and I
0: don't know I just I guess I'm speechless
1: it's just it's just it's really cool
0: that's it how incredible was Monica's story? Comment below what was most inspirational or stood out most to you with Monica's story. If you would like to hear more client testimonials just like this from those who have worked with me at YesAnd, visit yesandbymaren.com testimonials. If you are ready to start your own journey, your first step is taking a free quiz. I have a quiz at yesandbymarincom quiz that walks you through whether you are intention or action oriented and knowing this information about yourself helps you to determine what your first step toward an aligned life looks like. That is all for today. My name is Maren Lauka. I am the owner of Yesyand and I empower you to get rid of those limiting beliefs and false expectations so that you can own your potential and experience true fulfillment. To support this work and to support yourself, Like this video, share it with a friend you think would also be inspired by Monica's story, and don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notifications below so that you don't miss next week's video and all the alignment tips and practices to come. I'll see you then.